Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dave Noodles, and we are on the Type 88 Show, where we talk to people about how they turn their dreams into reality. And this man right here is no stranger to checking things off his bucket list, his goal list, making things happen. And I'm grateful to have my guy here with me, Johnny Montano. What's up, man? What's going on, Dave, man? Thank you for having me, bro. I'm, like, super grateful right now, bro, truly. It's good to have you, bro. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, maybe let us know where you grew up and where it all started for you. Yeah, man. So born and raised in Jersey, you know, homegrown uh, from Roselle. Um, and and yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I pretty much lived my whole life here. I mean, I lived out in Florida for like a couple months, but uh, we ended up coming back and just stood here pretty much. Yeah. That's sick, man. So. I know you're you got your hands in a bunch of different stuff. You know, you maybe we could kind of break it down how you got even into the whole world of just arts and then we could just go from there. So uh how did how did you find music or art or where did it all start for you? Like your passion for all for uh, the arts. Yeah, man. So honestly, bro, like music has been like in my household, like my entire life, ever since like I can legit remember uh, one clear memory of when music really hit me like deep, deep without really like putting a finger on it. I remember I was like four years old. I was living in a small apartment with my sister, my mother. And I remember one night my sister, mind you, my sister's like 15 years older than me. So she's playing music, you know, the top hits around, you know, her age. So she's playing R&B, a lot of Brandy. And so I remember she played some R&B music and I was sleeping. I was I was literally in the living room and, and I woke up and something hit me. Something was like, what's that sound? What's that sound? And I just started hearing it from her bedroom because it's a small apartment. So from the living room, I'm able to hear the music. And so it just hit me. I'm like, wow, like I didn't know what it was. I'm like four or five years old. And I just knew ever since then, like music has been um, something like it's been a tool. It's been a tool that I've used throughout my whole you know, journey of life, really, whether it's healing, uh, meditation, um, you know, things like that. So it started there as a kid. Um, and I remember growing up, I messed around with a couple instruments I messed around with the piano, the guitar, wasn't really feeling it until, until like I hit like 19, I picked up the drumsticks, started learning how to play the drums. And ever since then I fell in love with it. And I just started, you know, playing at my local church. Uh, then I went from that to learning how to produce. Used to go to uh, Sam Ash on Route 22. Every Saturday, they was giving like free Ableton lessons from like 10 to 12. And I was there like faithfully, got really close with the engineer there. His name is Jarrell. Shout out to Jarrell. I learned a lot from him. And um, and yeah, so I started learning from there. I started to take the things that I learned there, went home, started giving myself homework, learning. And, you know, within like two years, man, like, you know, now I'm here recording, producing, recording. You know, I know a little bit about mixing and mastering, but I leave that to the professionals because that takes years to develop. But I love yeah. the craft of the whole thing from the snare all the way to, you know, the mastering, you know, phase. But, man, I love it. This is this is what I do. This is what I love to do. I study it. I live. I breathe this. And, and yeah, man. So we're here now, you know. Here we are. Two, pro 
two projects later, two EPs <laughs> later, you know? So I'm grateful for that. That's a blessing, man, to, to one, have a family member that is sharing their passion, just, you know, just playing music and then just having an older sibling is just a blessing. I, I don't know firsthand, but I have some like adopted brothers, adopted sisters with people a little bit older than me that have always looked out for me. But to grow up with an older sister, just playing tunes. Um, I know that was special for me growing up when I had a young. Well, I have a younger brother, but I would always play my favorite stuff for him. And he knew about Biggie and Pac and mm-hmm. Jada and mm-hmm. everything when he was like four years old. Yeah. You know, so it's just cool to just be able to share that love for music with your family. And then that's so cool. So here and then yeah. I love how you just took initiative. You saw you saw these classes that were just like, Well, here we we're, we're gonna teach you a little something. And you yeah, took it yeah. like it was like a yeah. class in school. You're like, I'm gonna go every week, I'm gonna I'm gonna apply anything I learn. And there's free resources out there. Let me let me make the most of this free resource. Cause there's so many yeah. out there. But what are we going to do with those resources? That's facts. That's facts. Absolutely, man. You know, it's it's what you do with what you got. And that's one of the things, too, that I talk about. I try to encourage people, you know, just use what you have. Sometimes I know it gets discouraging. We want the best of the best right away. But we have to learn how to use what we have currently. So that way, once we get to that level, we know what to do. That's so real. Yeah. Yeah, chef. Did they start with the huge kitchen like Emerald? Did he start in or guy or whoever your favorite yeah, uh, chef yeah. is? Did they start? They probably started with with a pot, a couple of knives, a couple of forks and some salt and pepper. And it's like, let me figure this out. Let me put this together. Let me put this on this. And yeah. uh, and I feel like having passion and love for what you're doing are the hidden ingredients you love what you do i was talking to my dad the other day he loves what he does it just drives you regardless of anything else and if you're making it your career or not or whatever it is as long as you have the love for it i feel like it's that hidden ingredient to really finding what you do and just keep doing it regardless of what you're making from it as long as it's making you happy, right? So mm-hmm. so here you are. You said two projects later. Mm-hmm. When was that first time you put yourself out there? Because I know just going out and being saying to everyone, hey, I, I make music or hey, I'm, I, I'm a painter. It, you're, you're stepping out in the world. So how was that for Man, you just kind of bro, bringing yourself out there? Bro, so that's a great, it's a great question, bro, because... I dropped my first single back in 2018. I was 21, right? So I dropped my first single. And I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that, you know, I've been dabbling in music. And I just wanted to just throw a single out there. And to be quite honest with you, I was not expecting to get as many great responses as I did. And, and I didn't know how to follow up. I didn't know how to follow up, like, I didn't, I, I was still in that space where I wasn't fully committed to the music yet. 
you know, because I was in college and I had to really decide, all right, because I love music and I know how I am. So it's like, if I'm going to pursue this, I, it was hard for me to like, even go 50%. It's either I go a hundred percent or I don't do it at all. So I was stuck in limbo between going to school and then doing music. So when I dropped that single, I'm like, man, and like, knowing that I have to follow up, but not knowing how, because I was still, you know, going to school. I'm like, ah, man, like this is not my reality yet. At least that's how I was feeling. You know, that's how I was feeling. That was my thought process. And so, um, but yeah, everybody was telling me to like, keep going, but it was that self-doubt that I had at that time because I wasn't really like, although I knew the potential that I had at the time, I wasn't walking in it yet. You know, I, I was still, I was still like, all right, like, you know, that's, that's a journey. That's a path that once you decide there's no going back. So at least that's just, again, like, that's just what I was thinking. So um, what I ended up doing was I finished school. Right. So two years later, after that, um, two years later from that moment, that's when I started going to Ableton and stuff like that. So, and then that's when I decided, you know what, from here on out, like I already tried the school thing, wasn't really working out. So I dropped out, went to Kane, transferred over from Middlesex, went to Kane, dropped out. And I was just like full throttle from here. And then ever since that moment, because it was in that moment that gave me the boost that I needed because I was able to sit down with myself and give myself enough time to really decide like, all right, if you're going to take that hike up that mountain, that's it. You're climbing it. You're going to get to the top, like not top, you know, literally, but just that journey, you're going to start it. And however, whatever comes with that, you're going to have to adapt and maneuver, pivot, do whatever you need to do, but just know that's it, you know? And so from that moment, I decided, you know, I'm going to pursue it. Um, and, and just things started to kind of fall into place. Um, I still feel like I'm still in the building, you know, stage, like, you know, but, but I'm happy, you know, I'm truly, truly, genuinely happy. Um, that's great. You know, you know, and yeah, that's pretty much it, man, for real. So, and that's, that's where we at, but a lot of self-doubt limiting beliefs, you know, I had a lot of limiting beliefs at the time, but you know, with time, like really spending time with yourself, you're able to identify those things and work towards them and overcome them and, yeah. and put one foot in front of the other. And that's it. Start the journey. Mm-hmm. It's real. You're going into a place of the unknown. There isn't a book to read to figure it out. You're in this game of life and now you have to figure it out. And you're starting fresh. Imagine you a new career day one, whether it's wall street, fatherhood, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you're starting something new, regardless of all the advice you've ever heard, you're in that world now and you have to figure it out. So I think there's this, I think you said it. Once you made the decision, you felt this sigh of relief because Mm -hmm. you were in limbo. I think that just applies to so many things because I know it applies to me. There's there's things that I I'm patiently waiting to do or I want to do or I'm thinking about doing. But then when I make the decision and it, it just feels different, regardless if I'm ready or not, a lot of the stuff I'm not ready completely, but I'm 
I've been preparing myself my whole life for that. Mm-hmm. And then it's, all right, now I'm here. Time to figure this out. Or I'm out, right? So mm-hmm. you don't want to leave what you're doing. And you're just like, all right, I'm going to figure it out day by day. Exactly. exactly. That's what life is. And school is, I think, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, but I'm I'm a lifelong learner, and I'm a I'm a supporter yeah. of educating yourself forever. So, you left school, but but then you started learning. Yeah. This new path, how to make uh-huh. it work, how to how to turn it into something, how to provide, how to how to evolve and grow. So, I know you're you're into a bunch of creative stuff. I know you're into like fashion, architecture, interior design. Maybe you could kind of break some of that stuff down. What, where did it start? It's so it started with music, and then those things kind of fell into place. Maybe tell us a little bit about kind of just expanding your mind beyond just the music and just having loves for other things and how it all works for you. Yeah. So, um, so actually going back to college, right? I took an art class and in that art class, that's when I felt I was able to tap into other sides of creativity, you know, that I had that I wasn't truly aware of, um, you know, and because that's what they do, right? They push you and they push you into like different um, environments and, you know, like whether it's painting and charcoal and all this other stuff. And so being able to dabble around that that also pushed me to look up um, artists or Renaissance man, Leonardo da Vinci. That's how I was able to really learn his story. And once I started to uh, do more research on him and understanding how creativity for him wasn't just about painting, you know, because he wasn't in a box. He was a painter, an engineer, a scientist. He was so much more than just what we know him for today, you know, painting the Last Supper or the Mona Lisa. And so at its heart, creativity is curiosity. So the more I became curious about these different areas, whether it's architecture, interior design, the more I started to learn and started to find new areas of myself. And so, um, yeah, I like, I just love it all. Like, it's just, it's just, it's being a fan of life, you know, as, as cheesy or me, corny as it may sound, it's just really genuinely loving it, loving every aspect of, of life, because you can learn so much. And like you said, we're lifelong learners. We never stop learning. Whether you graduated from college last June or whatever, you just keep learning. You never stop growing. And so that's really what it was. Um, And, and, and also an interest too. like, you know, I've always been interested in, in design, design and because design is essentially linked to inspiration for me like when I see something new designed well whether it's Elon Musk designing a Tesla or a Cybertruck it kind of like you know takes you to this whole new space it's like oh wow that design took me to this whole new space so now I'm able to create more and be more curious it's this very abstract thing that I feel like only real creatives know and get but it's it's a real thing you know so yeah and and that's really where it started man it's no real pinpoint thing it's just a lifelong thing where it's like oh snap like just things catching your eyes and learning about yourself you know it's so important the other day i was talking to my friend 
and they were cutting my hair and they were like, I don't even know what to say that I am. Uh, and they, they were just really having a tough time. And I was just like, you're an artist. You're someone yeah. that makes stuff, solves problems or makes people think. And mm-hmm. we are, but I was like, an artist is not just someone that paints or not just someone that yeah. makes a beat. There's, yeah, so, yeah. there's so much to it. But I was, I was saying this, I was like, whatever you now do is now who you are and whatever you, you bring to the table is who you are. But I would say, and my friend Sean and I were talking about this the other day, we're all artists. But what are we choosing to create? Whether we're making dinner for our fam, that's an art. Are we building bridges in in a union or fixing boats? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all we're all adding to this this canvas of life. What do we, but what what are we adding to it? What are we contributing? And it, it's cool. We're all playing our part in our own way. And it's just cool to just I remember I was in college and I learned about this guy, Keith Haring. And just mm-hmm. just seeing him be free and just loving life and, and doing what he does anywhere in the world, whether it was a subway station or outside school mural, just seeing someone express themselves is just a beautiful thing. And that's great that you could find inspiration in so many things and you're just constantly finding these new things to uh, appreciate and that's what life's all mm-hmm. about i feel dude. absolutely and that's what it that's that's it right there finding new things to appreciate that's really what it is i think that's in essence what true creativity is you know like yeah. learning like finding something and appreciating it to so much to the point where you want to exp- you want to add to it you want to add value to it and whichever area that is whether like you said whether you're a barber you want to add you know what i'm saying to that industry or if you're into finances you want to add something to you know what i'm saying wall street like you mentioned earlier like things like that finding areas where you appreciate and now wanting to add value to that so i think that's i think that's a great point man for real thanks man i feel once we stop learning and once we stop giving, I don't even know what the point of life is straight up. Uh, that's how, how I see it. I just feel as long as we're here breathing, you know, we're given, we could give our time to the things we love to help others, give our time to others, give our time to things that matter. It's not always about giving cash or donating to the GoFundMe. We could spend a little bit of time every day just sending people messages, calling someone. Giving is so deep, too. It's just like being an artist. We could give in so many ways to so many people. And um, so you've been giving people great vibes. You said people have been digging the tracks. What what kind of feeling is that when you do perform or when you, you share new music and stuff and you you hear the love and support or even criticism. How does that feel to you? What's that like? Wow, man. Um, so, so when it comes to performing, I think that there's just no, 
there's no feeling that you can match it to because it's so unique um, when you're able to be up on stage and to be able to share the art that you've cultivated in private in your room or wherever in your car to now a couple people whether it's 10 15 20 people but to be able to share it it's it's a very unique experience and to be able to receive that energy in that moment um it's a great feeling it's an amazing feeling um and and when it comes to the criticism honestly truthfully it's all just a learning experience about yourself you're really just learning about yourself because sometimes it ain't really about them. There's always going to be people that, you know, that just not going to feel what you're doing. That's totally fine. But it's when that happens is when those moments come, what do you do? Like, you know, it, and that's where accountability steps in, right? What do you do? How do you look at yourself in the mirror? And, and what do you say about yourself? Because it's very easy to pick up other voices and make it our own when really the part of progression isn't about that. It's about, you know, Again, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, who do you say you are? And 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 building upon that. So, you know, because because, you know, like, yeah, there's always going to be people and and there's always going to be people that just not going to see the vision that you have. Not now. And who knows, maybe later down the line, because of how you carry yourself, they actually might go back at your also and be like, you know what? He actually had a point at the time. I just wasn't in the space to really receive it. So. Um, yeah. And that's something that I'm learning, you know, this is probably something that I wouldn't have said like a couple years ago, because it's only thing that you learn as you put yourself out there. You know, if you're not putting yourself out there, you don't really know how to deal with that side of yourself. But the more you start to open up and express yourself and give people, you know, a vulnerable side of you, you're able to grow in those areas. So yeah uh you know it's it's just a learning experience yeah man so that's amazing man so just as a lover of music maybe we could kind of break down your thoughts of just the this the world of hip-hop the state of hip-hop where where mm. do you see it where, what do you think of it right now uh what's your thoughts on everything man so i mean I love it. You know, it's, yeah. it's definitely a hybrid. I think it's a hybrid right now. You know, you yeah. got, you got a mixture of a lot of stuff right now. You got a mixture of trap and R&B and boom bap and, 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 you know, auto tune. And it's, and it's, it's, it's definitely a hybrid, you know, and just embracing, you know, the different genres, subgenres. Uh, but personally, like me, I'm, I'm into like, you know, just the music that I've grew up on because of the soul, not saying that there is a soul music now, but just how I like to receive. I, I just love listening to uh, rappers like whether it's Joey, Joey from Pro Era. Um, I like listening to Vince Staples from the West Coast. Um, I like, of course, Kendrick Lamar is like my favorite rapper. So I'm always going to be bumping his stuff. Kanye West's old uh, albums like college dropout graduation that's a classic to me j cole uh the force hill drive like great album Everything. you know i mean yeah. that's a classic right there you know so i like i love listening to classics because you know it's a classic for a reason and i like to gain inspiration from that so that's the kind of music that i like to listen to 
Uh, but somebody that I would bump to now that's new and upcoming, I would say Saba. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Have you ever heard of him, Saba? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like amazing rapper. Jid, also another great rapper who signed under J. Cole. Yep, yep. Love, you know, love his stuff. He's doing like, he's definitely like pushing a boundary in terms of like hip hop and rap. Um, and, and so definitely looking out for him. Um, but but yeah, I mean, so that's essentially like, you know, my taste in hip hop. Um, what are some people you've been listening to? Oh, man. So uh, just my take on hip hop now, it's. Yeah, it's such a variety. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like, where, where do you want to travel today, Dave? Do you want to go down yeah, south? Yeah. Do you want to go to the Bronx? Do you want to go to Buffalo, upstate? Do you want what 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 do you want? And um, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm so grateful that there's such a variety. And if I'm not in the mood for a trap vibe, I'll just take the trip down to ATL, put on yeah. ATLians or something. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm not, if I'm not in the mood yeah. for you know a drill track on hot 97 i'll turn on graduation and mm-hmm. go and you know and, and and listen to homecoming or listen to yeah good yeah. life good morning yep. yeah yeah <laughs> so I, I feel you man i love hip-hop it's one of the most important things in my life i love the evolution and just how things have broke off i think it's the most evolving sound and just the sampling and it's just such an inspiration it's it's one of the most inspiring things in the world it is is just hip-hop and um it influences the whole world so i i love it i've been bumping i've been bumping so i'll I'll be i always pull out the purple tape that to me is always just it gets me in a a mood i've been i really like russ's uh chomp too Mm-hmm. Where he has all the hip hop features. It's one of my favorite hip hop albums. And then we may not even look at Russ as a hip hop artist, right? He's this kind of blend hybrid. But that album is heat. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. Um, I've been bumping the Jid album, I've been bumping the new Eddie I, Delgados. Um, mm. That's one of my good friends. I'm I'm grateful. I listen to a lot of stuff by by people. They send me their stuff ahead of time. I get to yeah, hear yeah. stuff months or years even ahead of time. That's awesome. I, I, that's awesome. I've been digging the the Kendrick. I, I really love what he did with it. He it was just such yeah. a. It was such. I'm trying to even put it into words. Just having kodak black and the guy <laughs> and um who's that guy he, he's so he's always on oprah but to have those two people narrating your album is just oh yeah there's just something else just for him to do that and i love that he it was nothing like the last album where mm-hmm. Where you you may want something. Oh, I wish we could hear "Damn," or I wish we could hear "Pimp a Butterfly." And then he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna take you through this movie," and he literally takes you on a movie from it. I've been bumping uh, "Aquemini." Outcast. Yeah. So I've been I every every month I 
on the eighth, I buy a new album. So it's oh, like, wow. It's like Columbia House 2022. Mm-hmm. But it's curated by me. So I'll either buy an album I should have bought when I was younger. Because a lot of the time, I didn't buy every album I wanted when I was younger. I either downloaded a few tracks. I had a mixtape. I burned it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll go back and be like, why don't I have this? I'm like, I'm going to buy it right now. And then so I do that or I'll buy a brand new album that that I've been really digging. Um, this for I know it's not hip hop, but the weekend after hours, um, Dawn FM, I mean, Dawn mm-hmm. FM, it's one of my favorite albums of the year. It just it, it just it's a fun, dark, upbeat album. And uh, he did mm-hmm. it again. It's just I know it's not hip hop, but. So I just yeah. I just enjoy so much different stuff, man. And I'm I'm grateful to be in the underground scene and get to hear so many good things. Um, what would you say is your album of the year, 2022? Man, my album of the year, man. Like, and this is biased, but I gotta give it to Kendrick, man. I gotta give it to Kendrick, and it's because because uh, of the fact that. One, I've been waiting for it for so long, but I truly feel like like I understood his intentions behind the album, and I felt like truly like it was a smart it was a smart thing um, because I feel like what people wanted from him were bangers and and radio hits, but he was like, no, you know what? People think that I'm not human at this point because I dropped three critically acclaimed albums. No, seriously, like it was mm-hmm. to the point where people thought like you know Kendrick's a god, and so he had to address that in his album in the track called savior he's like yo like we might have inspired you but we're not your savior and so you know to get to that point where it's like wow you're so big that you have to dress you know what i'm human too let me take you down this journey and although a lot of people didn't want that i respected that because i'm like wow he knew he could have just kept going he could have just kept dropping you know what i'm saying just keep that momentum going but he's like although this move People may not understand it. I know that it's necessary and and I'm going to do it because technically if you compare that album, the one that he just dropped to his other ones, like, no, I would definitely go with the other ones, but because of his intention and like, you know, just being in the position that he's in, I respect that move. So I, I see it holistically, not just the yeah. art form, but also like, you know, as an artist, because when you're an independent artist, you know, um, you start you think of you think of so much more than just the lyrics and the beat you're thinking of the timing or at least i am you know i'm thinking of the timing how is he dropping it what's the rollout look like you know and so i'm looking at it the bigger the bigger picture and so yeah. that's the reason why i got to give it to him but if i didn't if i didn't give it to him personally i would give it to vince staples um his his last album um Romana or yeah, Romana Park broke my heart. I love that album, man. Like it's it's not, it's probably not like something that people are really bumping right now, but I always catch the things that fall through the cracks and like I appreciate this stuff. So it's not a it's not something that a lot of people would probably agree with, but it's just yeah, listen, man. I love I love hip hop. So yeah, and I appreciate like great music. So I, I would give it a Vince too, if it wasn't Kendrick. Yeah. That's real, bro. For me, it's tough because I'm I'm definitely gonna check that Vince because I I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely that one fell through the that. cracks. Yeah, it dropped back in April. 
Okay. Yeah. I love the Kendrick. I totally agree. I, I, he got superhuman, not superhuman. He got very human on this. Yeah. He really got super personal. Yeah. Where you thought he was going to, he was turning into a rap God, which he's proven he is, but he, he Mm -hmm. took you to different places on every track. And I, it was truly a movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And each song was a movie, which was even cooler. It was a whole story, but then there were all the, there was a movie, but then there were all these stories within the movie. It was interesting for me, man. It's hard to say the album of the year, but for me, in terms of just, I feel like impact where I felt like, the music culture kind of like music just kind of stopped and just watched to see what happened. I gotta, I gotta give it to yay, bro. On Donda, man, he literally, oh, yeah. Donda? The whole, I feel like he made just the whole world stop and just tune in and figure out what was going on. And he just kept pulling the rug and like doing all these different things. Yeah. And yeah. then sonically he did this like drill christian album yeah yeah he he pinpointed all these things and there were no curses on it i feel like for him it was just this another moment of growth because you didn't know what he was going to do after i don't even know the last one jesus is king or whatever so but then he took it i feel like jesus is king he went very christian which Mm -hmm. was really Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. but he was like you know what? I want to go back to. He kind of mixed like Yeezus vibes with. Yeah. Uh, he mixed a lot of his his methods and made Donda, and he dropped like thirty tracks. So that was yeah. a moment for me. Um, both both those albums were moments this year for me, and I, of mm. course I love the weekend, uh, Dawn FM. I, even though that's not hip hop, but I truly just it it came out at a special time. It just it uplifted me and makes me happy but then it takes me to these kind of dark places that you kind of find yourself out of which is cool Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so i I love that album too and i love like 80s sounds so that's yeah that's dope man so for artists now they're they're always we're always trying to find a way to communicate so what would you say about What's your thoughts on the social media game for independent artists? You have any advice? Uh, the effect it has? What are your What's your take on all that? Yeah, man. So for social media, bro, I mean, there's so many different strategies, and you know, you have to take in consideration the algorithm, the timing, and so. I would always encourage anybody, whether you are an artist or just just a, a casual user to just keep in mind you, how much time you actually spend because their goal really is to keep you on it, you know, and, and it's a tool at the end of the day, you know, you could, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a tool that you can use to bless others, but it's also something that you can use to eventually like hurt yourself. But really, if you don't know how to use it mentally, because um, yeah. you could spend a lot of time, you know, scrolling, looking at like, just, we don't realize how much time actually goes by when we use these apps. And so I would just encourage anybody like be mindful of like how social media plays a role in your life, because 
one thing's for sure, it's not going anywhere. Like it came at a time where we least expected it, but now it's it's staying, you know, whether we want it, you know, or not, like it's here. And yeah, so yeah. now the question is, how do we manage it? You know, what role do we give it in our lives? How much priority do we give it? And some of us, we live off of this stuff. Like some people legit, yeah. that's their job. And so it's it's definitely a balance, but I would always just encourage people to just go back to the basics. Make sure that you're taking time to meditate, to pray, to go to the gym, go outside, go in nature. You know, if you got to take a couple pictures, go ahead and do it, but don't spend so much time on these platforms that you start to like really neglect the the very important areas of your life uh, because it's real and it and it happens a lot. Like we've hear countless stories of just people really going down a really dark spiral because whether they're, you know, comparing themselves, they feel like they're behind or, yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's a real thing. So, yeah. So that's like my encouragement. Yeah. Like just be mindful, be very mindful. That's real. Yeah. We're all, we're all created, right? But then we we all have chromosomes and different parts of us. We all, most of us have eyes and ears and, you know, senses. But our, our chemical breakdown is so different, right? You could eat, mm-hmm. maybe a, you may eat a pineapple and may completely screw you up. But me, mm-hmm. it may be everything to me and it may completely yeah, turn, yeah. turn my whole day around right so yeah yeah yeah. it's just i love it It, understanding yourself and just figuring out and and not neglecting the things that matter and of course it's true if i spend all day working and then i come home at 1 a.m i'm not available for my my family i'm not available for my lady certain things are taken and are are suffering a little bit or you're not able to distribute you know, the water across all the ponds that you've, you've built. Mm-hmm. So I feel you, I feel you, man. Yeah. Figure, what's right for you. What works for you? What's your, what's your, absolutely. What's your recipe for a balanced day? I, I, I had an interesting, my friend Lamar, he was like, his take was interesting. He's like, I spend 10 hours a day on my phone. Wow. He's like, wow. I'm going to own up to it. I, I write to people all day. I call people. I'm having meetings. I'm commenting and I'm messaging people that inspire me and I'm giving them positivity. I'm, I'm talking to clients. He's like, for me, it's it's essential. It's, it's my way of getting my message across and getting the mm-hmm. word out. So just his take on it was interesting because... Yeah. It's it, it's true. What he, that's what he needed, and he he realized it was a tool that has assisted him in communicating his messages and helping others. But it's true. It it could take you it, like anything. I could get a I could get a chainsaw and build a house. Or I could get a chainsaw and end up in jail tomorrow. Depending yeah, on what yeah. I do. So mm-hmm. take you know just take care of yourself with it. That's absolutely, real. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you mentioned a lot of things, meditating, praying, all these different things. When do you find, when is the best time for you to do all that stuff? 
Do you That's have a great time? question. That's a great time? question, bro. Um, so I have like ideal times. Don't always make it there, but yeah. um, I always try to make sure that I'm checking those boxes some at some point throughout the day. Um, I mean, ideally, I would love to do that in the morning. I love working out at night. Um, yeah. These are just like little things that I've just learned about myself. Um, but but sometimes I, you know, I'm not able to, you know, do everything the way that I would like, you know, my day to go. But, um, you know, uh, so, yeah, it's like not really like I don't really have like a set schedule just yet. I'm working on it. Like I have this yeah. ideal like schedule for my week and I try to stay as consistent as possible. But as long as I'm getting those things done throughout the day, like I'm pretty much, you know, set. So that's real. Yeah. Yeah. It it goes back to balance and knowing what's right for you. My friend the yeah. other day I was talking to him. He puts mad pressure on himself and it works in his benefit. Mm-hmm. He he'll give himself even more pressure. He'll be like, oh, I want it to be the best. I and for some, that could be too too much. But for mm-hmm. him, it works perfectly. It's just what he needs. He's figured out his his formula to make it work. So that's great that you you're aware and you're you know what you, you want to do and you're like, all right, I'll do it. I mean, all right. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to make it work. If I don't, I'm not going to give myself too much hard time. And we start a blank page tomorrow and just make it all happen. So yeah, for sure. Real. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it, it evolves, you know, your, your yeah. life changes and, you know, but as long as you're being intentional with what's important to you in this season, you know, take it in yeah. seasons. I like to just keep my focus in the season and then, adapt as i grow Mm. you know that's real man that's definitely real what what are some aspects in life that maybe you're you're aware of but you're like you know what i gotta i gotta get better here or i gotta level up here i could tell you a few things that i'm dealing with right now one is procrastination when i because on big decisions, it's tough for me because I'm out, I'm in some moments where I'm like making these big decisions. Okay. So a lot of the time, I'm just like, oh man, what do I do? What about this? And then I this inner voice comes and I start questioning all these things. So for me, a word that I'm starting to use more is being firm. And because sometimes even when I speak, some people think I'm asking them a question and I'm actually telling them something. Mm -hmm. So it made me aware of how I was talking to people. I was like, I don't think I'm being firm enough or communicating well enough when I'm saying what I need or what I want. Because I've, I've talked to people and they, a lot of the time, my folks, they'll be like, Oh, They'll think I'm asking them a question, but I'm telling them something. I'm like, no, no, ma, that that was a period, not a mm-hmm. question mark. <laughs> or they may just think I need stuff and or they want to help me. Whatever it is, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna be more firm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be if I wanna take someone out to lunch, I'm not just gonna say, Hey, when do you wanna go out? People are like, yo, 
get ready. I'm, I'm going to scoop you up. And I've yeah, seen, yeah. I've taken those kind of actions lately and they've actually been very positive because I kind of always grew up kind of just being like, Oh, well, what, whatever you want to do. Meanwhile, I knew what could have been a good thing. I, I had a good re- recommendation. So I think for me, it's just being firm, being like, yo, babe, let's go to the sushi spot. Oh, you don't want to go. Oh, what do you want to do? But with me, it's like, all right, be more firm. Hey, babe, let, let's go look at this spot. Oh, bro. I'm, oh, I'm going to scoop you up right now. And because I'm tired of hearing a lot of I'll let you know, we'll figure it out. Because a lot of the time it pushes it off. And I'm just like, oh, man, that never happened. And it started with mm-hmm. the I'll let you know. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, we're talking. We're going we're gonna to book this. Let's not let each other know. We could look at our calendar now and figure it out. It's just being more firm and more taking more action for me. Uh, what about you? Uh, any things that you're trying to level up this season? Yeah, man. But first, yo, but honestly, just going back to and like piggybacking off of what you said, bro, that's a word right there, bro. Because um, like like the day can turn out so differently, you know, just by taking initiative and just being like, we're just going to try it out, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, we're everything's an experiment for the most part. You know, you don't really know how it's going to turn out until you give it a chance. So that's that's actually that's a great word. Um, but for me personally, I would have to say it's like setting boundaries, uh, setting, setting boundaries respectfully, uh, because I, I think that we live in a world where people feel offended when they hear a no, uh, sometimes depending on, you know, what culture you're coming from, especially when you're coming from a Hispanic culture, they do not like to hear no, you know, so it's, you know, so, but, but it's important to understand that a no doesn't necessarily mean a disrespect or anything like that. It's just, you know, it's just another form of communication, but no is so important for your health because you can't say yes to everything, you know, and, and, and a yes at the wrong time could be extremely healthy to both parties. So it's important to know how to say no uh, and say no respectfully. Um, and, and also too, also too, learning how to deal with some of the responses that you might get when you give a no, because not everybody's going to take it lightly or they're going to take it the way that you would like for them to receive it. Because, you know, people have their own ways of dealing, th- dealing with things. So if you tell them a no, it's kind of like, you're saying like, you don't care about them or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. narrative is playing in their head is going to play and that's out of your control. So it's important, um, you know, or at least yeah. for me in this season, just dealing with that, dealing with whatever comes with it and then, and then growing from that. So whether it's like a, having a follow-up conversation, like, Hey, you know, I know that you kind of felt you know, this way, last time we, we spoke and stuff like that, but that's not how I meant it. And just growing, you know, yeah. and, and, and also another thing too, man, I learned a lot about just the friendships and the relationships that I've have based off of setting boundaries. Sometimes man, like, yo, like, like setting boundaries has really highlighted the people that actually want to be in my life. You know, it's deep. It gets really yeah. deep because it's the moment you start setting boundaries, that's when you start to see 
whether if people genuinely want to be in your life because they respect you and they care about your feelings too and your thoughts and your input mm-hmm. or they just wanted to they wanted something out of you that, that now they can't get it because you you know you're 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 setting parameters around your life and you know so it's it's like it's almost like a filter and yeah, but yeah. again though again though it's it's knowing when to have a follow-up conversation with when somebody doesn't really understand or whether somebody was just like you know like you kind of like they just expose themselves you know so it's a real thing man it's a really deep thing because we live in a real world and and not everybody has pure intentions when they're stepping into your life and you have to discern you have to know you know like and 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 it's hard sometimes because we don't always get it right but it's definitely something that I truly believe that is helped me in this season of my life to strengthen the relationships that I do have and to be able to identify the ones that weren't so strong, you know? So, um, so yeah. So setting boundaries, man, for sure. That's key, man. That's key. Yeah. Something I want to learn, man, is more about how to manage a property. Okay. So that's actually a new goal of mine. I, I just want to learn how to manage a property. What goes into what's a pipe? Like wh- what's the this okay. valve thing on the side? Well, why do I need to fix this? I don't know yeah. any of that shit. And I want to, yeah, I just yeah. want to be aware because I see myself owning a couple of spots before I, what's up, man? you know, in the future. So I want to, I want to be in tune. I just want to, kind of look at it as my baby and be like oh man it's crying over here oh it's not well mm-hmm. over here like, how do i how do i make this better and mm-hmm. um so i've what i've been saying a lot lately is if i could be creative here what if i put that creative energy somewhere else or what if i just invested one tenth of the time that i Maybe put here, but now I'm kind of a beast here. And I don't need to put as much time. Maybe I could put it on something else. Because I've kind of figured out design and I'm in this like groove where I'm just breathing designs now. Mm. And I'm not even, it doesn't even feel like I'm thinking or being creative. So I've, I've hit this, not stunt because I keep, making new things almost without even thinking now it takes very little time it's like putting one plus one plus one i i know how to find these little little points and connect them and make a design very easy and then have hundreds of new things every month all over so i'm like okay well where where else could i put creative energy where else could i learn and get really good at something new. I'm just at that point now where I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be 40 in a couple of years. Weird even saying that, but to me, it's not a big deal, but I want to be at a new place in my forties physically (laughs) and mentally and creatively where I could look back and be like, damn, I'm so happy. I put time in the learning about cribs and, foundation and and working with contractors and builders the same way i've learned how to throw events almost for free um 
connecting hundreds of people. And of course, I couldn't build the house for free. But I'm like, if I could be creative mm. here and build something really cool efficiently, what if I put that energy somewhere else too? And find someone to work with me to be handling some of the tasks that I've been doing. So now I have a little bit more time. So I'm at that mm-hmm. I'm at that gremlin stage where like the water is affecting me, but I haven't turned another gremlin out of me. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I did, but it's been a long time. The water goes on the gremlin <laughs> and then the gremlin multiplies. But I'm oh, at a point now okay. where like the water's on me, but I'm not mul- multiplying yet. So mm-hmm. I'm at I'm at that point now, like, all right, I have to multiply. So then I could put creative energy into these other things because I'm 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 kind of full time swinging now at my job, my what I do with my business. It's hard to jump into anything else because the, the business, yeah, I'm like, yeah. but I want to because and now I have that hunger. So that's where I'm at. I, I'm just like, yo, I want to put some more creative energy in and, and be educated in a whole new world and be creative in that world. So it's cool. It's cool to just want to grow. Um, but no, we're, we're coming up with some good stuff here, man. Yeah, man, that's awesome, bro. Really yeah. happy for you, man. Really happy for you. You too, man. I'm excited. I know you got a whole new project that's in the works. Yeah. I can't wait for yeah. you to share it with the world. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. I spent a really I spent some some time on it, man. And uh, you know, so um, you know, it's fully recorded. I just gotta send it out and get it mixed and mastered. Um and, and yeah, but I, I'm really, really excited for this project that's about to drop. We'll be uh, announcing the uh, the title very, very soon. Um, but uh, but yeah, I poured my heart, soul, everything that I got into it, and yeah, you know, I just can't wait to share it for real, for real. That's yeah, yeah. We're excited too. So um, we were talking earlier, and you, you gave me a really good idea for a game for the show. So uh, you came up with a segment called Hand Out the Flowers, a yeah. segment dedicated to shouting out all the people we appreciate and that has contributed to our success and continue to show love when no one is watching. Yeah. So I don't know if I want this to be a 14-hour show, so I may not start this, yeah. but okay. maybe maybe you could start it off. And there there's some people that I was thinking of, uh, but maybe you start us off and... Uh, We'll go from there. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it's not I can't cover everybody myself, <laughs> right. but you know, just you know, I got a couple names that I definitely want to, you know, shout out because they play a big role in uh just the music and you know, just my life in general. So definitely want to shout out my man Terry, uh my uh my friend Shama, who's they're both spiritual pillars in my life who pour into me, you know, consistently just encouragement, you know, words of encouragement, words of wisdom. Um, and uh, definitely want to shout out my boy, Ron. Boy, Ron is, you know, he's a beast, man. He's a huge that. blessing too. Super cool dude. Uh, Danny Ray as well. Like, shout awesome. Out. Well. Bread. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. El Bezel, El Bezel for opening the doors to Billion Bars and allowing me to perform. You know, as well as Thorough too, Thorough Entertainment. 
you know, because of them, I was able to perform my first show back in March. Uh, my boy Gennaro Ortiz, he was actually the first dude that I went to to record my first track up in Hackensack. You know, so shout out, big shout out to him. Uh, my boy, Burn Hardy, who is an amazing photographer, videographer, producer, mixer. And he does it all, man. Shout out to him. He's doing big things at World Walker Studio. Uh, my boy, Nimbus Mixed It. Amazing engineer. Top notch, dude. Super cool, dude. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, my boy, Gerard. We've been making music for a minute now. That's my homie. You know what I'm saying? My, that's that's a day one right there. Uh, my boy Malcolm, amazing producer out in Patterson. Amazing with the keys. He's like, yo, like none other, honestly, for real. Uh, my guy Jarrell taught me Ableton. Everything that I know from Ableton came from that dude. Um, and there's just so many more. Actually, let me, before I close it off, I got to mention my boy Lucas, who as well, you know, he, when I was learning uh, production, like music production, uh, back in like 2019, I remember he stepped in and like he taught me a lot as well. Uh, we got a couple of tracks also in the works. Uh, amazing dude from Uruguay. Yo, he's doing some big things, man, doing some big things. So shout out to Lucas, man, for real. That's real, man. That's uh, yeah. I think that's what's, what life's all about. Just being grateful, being grateful yeah, yeah. just and letting people know. Cause we're all living a lot of the time. We don't even know we're helping anyone. We're we're just there. Yeah. We're doing what we do. We're we're going off a of feeling. We're like, oh, I gotta I gotta look out for my boy. Oh, so it's just nice to to hear these. Um, and that was a long list, man. I, good yeah, thing we don't yeah. have MySpace anymore. That top eight would have been tricky for you. Yeah, bro. You know, again, you man, need just a top super 50. grateful. Yeah, that's real. So. When you told me about this, it's so crazy because I've actually been wanting to do something like this, where it was just like mm -hmm. doing a shout out per episode of one person mm -hmm. that was important to me, that maybe a lot has happened since, and maybe we haven't collabed in a decade, or, but, or maybe we collabed recently or something, right? But it's so crazy that you brought this up because I've been wanting to do like this just shout out thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So when you said that, I was like, oh, this is perfect. So there's someone I wanted to shout out. Um, so I'll just do one person um, just to keep it simple. Cool. So I yeah, wanted yeah. to shout out my homegirl, Carolyn, from CD Skate Shop. Okay, okay. So I could almost remember the void that I felt when I had my brand and it wasn't a void of feeling feeling unloved it was just unknowing of anything I didn't know where to go I was just happy I had one design I was the most simple it was the most simple time for me we had one shirt at that time I was just dropping one shirt at a time one shirt at a time every month or every other month and it wasn't even a brand like it was just in this beginning stage where I was starting to put it out. And there's a woman who has a skate shop. Well, she had a skate shop on Victory Boulevard right next to one of my favorite pizza spots, Joe and Pat's. I would go in there all the time, get something or just chop it up. And I, I, I told her about the brand 
And I remember she was like, David, I would love to have some of your stuff in the shop. And I didn't know how any of this worked, man. I didn't have tags on the stuff. I didn't even have the inside print. So everything just still had the Gildan tag. I wasn't Mm -hmm. that retail ready. And she had no clue if she was going to sell anything. Mm. She had no, it wasn't like I was Vans or I was freaking Thrasher or something at that time. This was stereotype in like 2010, which was like the first year. Well, 2008, it was like 2009. I literally had these first shirts. They look like uh, someone drew them with like chalk on a chalkboard. It was to match my album, which came out right around that time, which was crazy. The 14 something years ago when I was doing music. So that Carolyn's like, yeah, Dave, just I was like, oh, well, what do I do? I just make them and bring them here and then you'll pay me. She's like, no, I'll just buy them. I'll buy like 15, 20 shirts and then uh, I'll just I'll resell them. Just let me know what you want me to pay for them. I didn't even know what to charge, but I, I just wanted to shout her out because at that moment, that was such a special moment for me to one. I wasn't even in the most professional part of my life. The product looked good, but there were still little parts to it that probably could have been a little bit more retail ready to be in a, a dope shop like that. And this woman took a chance and she, she gave me a couple hundred bucks. Didn't even know if she would make it back. And that, that, that did a lot for me. Mm. That did a mm. lot for me at that moment. Wow. To just have my stuff in a skate shop in Staten Island. As big. It meant a lot. It meant a lot. And um, I miss, I miss that shop. We, we had some amazing memories, some amazing fundraisers for Christmas time, you know? So I just wanted to shout out Carolyn. Um, I, I hope you're well and thank you. I, I really means a lot. Uh, when you, when you bought all those shirts years ago and she was so cool, man. She even made me a pillow cutting up one of the shirts that she bought for me. And then she gave me a pillow with the shirt. She turned the shirt into a pillow. Oh, wow. That's sick. You still got <laughs> she, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she gave it to me like seven, eight, <laughs> like nine years wow. later so oh snap yeah so that's, that's amazing crazy. so i just wanted to shout out her um yeah it was just that's, that's that dope. was just dope thank you carolyn i hope you're well and thank you for all the memories and believing in me at an early time and uh thank you bro for pushing me to do this uh part of the the show oh bro Hey man, just thank you for like having like a section like that. Cause usually, you know, it's, it's usually everything's like already, you know, pre-planned, but to be able to like, you know, work that out with you, is like, that's a great opportunity. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. You started, uh, you sparked a fire. Cause as I said, I, if I was shouting at everyone, it would be a 14 hour episode. So I've, so no, I get stories. it. I get it. I'm so yeah. grateful. And it was so, so nice to hear your shout outs and you know you hear hearing you give flowers to folks um and it was i am i'm grateful to know some of them and they are those people are dope and i've so good stuff man absolutely bro so for anyone that wants to follow your journey connect with you where could they get you where where could they connect with you 
For sure. So for Instagram, um, they can follow me at Johnny Montano underscore. So that's J-O-H-N-N-Y-M-O-N-T-A-N-O underscore. And um, that's me. Uh, for TikTok, same thing. Um, and um, for YouTube. So pretty much for all the platforms, as well as Spotify, too. Um, you can find me at Johnny Montano on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music. I'm there. So, yeah, that's how you'll find me. That's what's up, man. So, of course, you know, dreams are everything, right? It's everything to me, at least. And I hope for many people out there. But you, you've given some amazing gems. You know, you started off as just someone who loved music as at five years old. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to your sis for just playing music at a very <laughs> high level where anyone can hear it and then you just held on to it and then you were just been on this constant art journey ever since this guy he found his passion at a young age but then he just kept adding chapters to his book he he got into different parts of the arts whether it was interior design architecture graffiti and he just kept exploring and he just kept that exploration of life attitude on his crafts and just life. You know, he's, he talked about being a lifelong learner. Someone just, whether it's an experience, you know, saying no to someone that, that he loves to kind of make time for something or just dealing with something in the music biz, just always learning, always find a ways to, to navigate and, and get better from the day before, you know, find, and not being so hard on himself, but still being hard on himself and, and pushing himself, you know, whether it's like, okay, I didn't meditate today. All right, well, I'm going to find time a little bit later. I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure this out, you know, and, and, you know, for someone who's just still in their twenties, you know, it's just great to hear the wisdom from you, bro. I mean, I'm, I can't imagine where you're going to be in just a year or two. Um, you know, you're already two projects in. I can't wait to hear the new project. Mm-hmm. And just someone who's grateful. This guy, you know, didn't forget anyone along the way. He he spent like 20 minutes just shouting out people that mattered in his life and made made sure that they remembered on um, the impact that they left. Absolutely, for sure. So, bro, I I really appreciate you sharing your story with us, and I I'm looking forward to seeing your journey continue to evolve over time. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a blast, bro. Um, you know, and bro, let's let this not be the last time, bro, because you know, I, I really enjoyed this whole interview. Um, you know, and you did an amazing job too. You gave me some amazing questions. So for sure, bro, we definitely gotta do this again for sure. Of course, man. Of course. So for anyone with a dream, right? And they they're going for it, but they don't know where to go. What, what would you tell someone who has a dream or someone who wants to go after something that matters for, to them? Man, um, it's a great question because that question, um, in order for you to answer that question, you have to evaluate where you're at in life. Where are you currently? Uh, but I would say um, meditate on it. Really understand why why you want to pursue it, why do you want to start? Because there's a lot of things that come along with starting the journey. 
And if you're wise and strong enough, it's just going to wipe you away. So really meditate on why you want to start that journey. And if that why is strong enough and is worth it to you, then go for it and then figure out the process as you go along because you won't have all the answers right away. You know, you're just not. But if, like I said, your why is strong enough and is worth it, then, you know, just try it out, you know, because it's all a learning process anyway. So, you know, go with, go with it, go in it with an open mind and learn. You're just going to have to pivot, you know, along the way. Love it, man. So, bro, yeah, you're always welcome back. Everyone, make sure to go check his stuff out, follow his journey. And everyone out there, you know, we say it, don't stop dreaming. He he pointed Never. out some amazing Never. stuff. You have we have the world, we have all these resources in our at our fingertips, but what are we gonna do with them? That'll mm-hmm. always stick with me, bro. You know, we have all these resources, mm-hmm. but what are we gonna do with the resources? Are we gonna mm-hmm. drive by and wave? Are we gonna walk into that Sam Ash every week mm-hmm. and educate ourselves? Or go to someone a mentor or connect with a friend to to learn something so yeah man thank you for sharing your story bro and you're always welcome back thank you bro appreciate you man